0: So she's standing there with a platter in her hands, and on the platter is a human head. And here's how it got there. Her mother left her father to marry her father's half-brother, who was also her mother's half-uncle. John the Baptist pointed out the obvious sinfulness of the situation, and her mother and new stepdad threw him in prison for it. Stepdad was satisfied with that, and even liked bringing John up to talk with him. Not like a friend, more like a pet. But her mother was not satisfied and would not be until John was dead. So her mother had her dance for stepdad at one of his parties. And he was really impressed and offered her up to half my kingdom as a reward. He was kind of a king, by the way. And her mother seized the opportunity and told her to ask for the head of John the Baptist on a platter. And now, she's standing there with a human head on the platter in her hands. And a thing she could have been thinking is, this is pretty messed up. Right? Like, she's a teenager and a kind of royalty. And it's not just our culture that squirms at a teenager dancing so that stepdad can watch. And it's every culture that recognizes that decapitating people is very not cool. Even the cultures that did that kind of thing a lot did it because it's so not cool. And so There's no way she's not thinking, you know, this is really messed up as she's standing there with a human head on the platter in her hands and thinking about how it got there. Another thing she could have been thinking is, this was a pretty shameful waste, right? Like, she's a teenager and a kind of royalty, and she probably should have recognized it as a shameful loss of life, even if she had no regard for John. But also, she had worked for and earned a reward, even if it was kind of in a messed up way. Up to half my kingdom, King Stepdad had said. She could have asked for, I don't know, the best food, the finest clothes, beachfront property, a pony, or all of it but she let her mother tell her what to ask for. And it wasn't something either of them could actually use. It was a human head on the platter in her hands. She could also have been thinking, this is what adults do with disagreements? She's a teenager, and even though she's a kind of royalty, she's learning how to be an adult by watching the adults around her do it. But she's a teenager, and they're pretty good at questioning what the adults around them are doing. So is she learning a lesson on how to handle a disagreement? Or is she learning a lesson on how not to, now that she has seen her mother do it, by holding a grudge over a disagreement to the point of pressuring her daughter into a situation that ends with her standing there with the human head on the platter in her hands? Maybe she was thinking, this will make her happy. She's a teenager and a kind of royalty, and maybe she saw this as the only thing she could do to help her mom, who had married her own powerful relatives, to try to secure a life for the two of them. And when mom can only find messed up ways of taking care of her kids, then is it any wonder that the kids only find messed up ways of saying thank you? And now she's standing there with a human head on the platter in her hands. but is it even possible that she was thinking what we are thinking? Is it remotely possible that she could have been thinking about the only reason we know her story at all, the only reason we know her story in which she isn't even named, but in which she ends up holding a platter with a human head on it, the only reason we know this story is because Jesus knew this story and it made him sad. Sad because he is God and sin grieves him, and sad because he's a human being, too, and the head on her platter belonged to a relative of his, a kind of a co-worker, and the man about whom he said there has not risen anyone greater than John the Baptist. And sad about John's death, Jesus did go on with his ministry of taking care of people according to God's will, of disagreeing with people who wanted him dead for it and yet whom he always only forgave, of asking for nothing for himself but giving everything to others, of witnessing how messed up humanity is and loving us anyway and dying for us to save us from how messed up we are, of atoning for the sin that grieves God and making his father happy by saving us. Is there any way at all that she could have been thinking about that? If there is any way that a glimmer of faith was in her heart to put something like those thoughts in her head, here's how it got there. In exactly the same way it got into your heart and mine through the message of Jesus. The same message that led the owner of the head on the platter in her hands to point out obvious sin and give her family both an opportunity to hear about Jesus and a reason to want him headless. We can see that people's lives are pretty messed up. We can only guess what they're thinking about the mess. It's not our job to judge the mess or guess their thoughts. All we can do is hold out an opportunity to hear about Jesus. Sometimes that will also give them a reason to want us headless and if they don't see how messed up and wasteful and petty that desire is, we're not going to show it to them by judging them or their thoughts. Still, all we can do is hold out Jesus to them, because that's the only way faith can get into their hearts. It's the only way it got into ours. Is there any way that she could have been standing there with a human head on the platter in her hands, and faith in her heart? Yeah, there is. Thank God. You and I are dust and breath, loved by God, bought by Jesus. This podcast is written and produced by me, Ethan Cherney, a Wells pastor serving Bethel Lutheran Church of Menasha, Wisconsin. Get in touch on Facebook at Dust and Breath Pod, on Twitter at Dust Breath Pod, or by emailing dustandbreathpod at gmail.com. Outro music arranged and performed by Mr. Peter Shewey, who is like a rain cloud in spring. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you could leave a review in iTunes or just share an episode on social media, I'd really appreciate it. It's the only way other people can find the show. Now, go do what God made you to do. Be who God called you to be. Go see what God can do with dust and breath and faith in Jesus, his son.